Hey, hey, it is Tuesday. I think it's like October 13th, 14th, something like that. Um, excuse me. I just drinking a, one of these bang energy drinks and I love the cotton candy. Oh my God. You know what I love even more? I'm leaving. I'm leaving work right now early. And oh my God, I have got to talk to you guys about this today. Like the issue at hand for me right now, the, the, okay. I want to talk about the, the vibrational gap between, this is how sometimes I think the law of attraction is more bendable than, than we would think it is because Oh, they say, if all you do is complain, all you do is complain, you get more of it. Well, yeah, if you believe that. But what if I complain because I'm genuinely sick of where I'm at? You know, that's my true emotion. Okay, I'm speaking into, like, gratitude feeling shitty. You know, like, how can I feel gratitude for something that I absolutely do not want to do? You know, yes, it's bringing in money. I am grateful for that aspect of it. But am I grateful for the work I'm doing? No, because it does not feed my soul. It is mindless zombie work. And yes, it is easy. Again, grateful for the ease of it, you know, but not grateful for the content of the work. It is service. Grateful to be service you know, service to someone, you know, because packing boxes is servicing humanity, um, does not feed my soul, will not apologize for that. I will not apologize for this work not feeding my soul. So I don't fully agree with the fact that complaint, complaint, there's a distinct energy difference in, sorry, there's a distinct difference in the energy of complaining and feeling ungrateful and being dissatisfied. You know, dissatisfied means I am grateful, but I can do better. You know what I mean? Like the universe can do better for me than this, you know, like what's the next step in getting my readings out there in the public eye? What is there now since I'm still in a place of discomfort? you know, dis-ease, because I am, my vibration, my stress, you know, like my feeling, my clairsentience is off. It's not in alignment because I'm not happy there, you know, like I am grateful for the benefits. I am grateful for the car that he was able, you know, I say he, because Mr. Amazon, Jeff Bezos gives you $2,000 off on a brand new Kia Soul, which was a, made me able to accumulate the car that was on to acquire or manifest the car that was on my vision board when I started back in 2017, May to 2017, the 31st of May. So anyways, yes, I am grateful for the contact lenses and being able to get all my doctor checkups and get, um, you know, get my teeth cleaned and the benefits on day one. And I'm not complaining about those things. I'm dissatisfied with what I'm doing as, you know, you know, there's other things you can do there, but they're very similar. And 
the promotion is out of the question because now the safety incident cannot be removed for 90 or can't be removed from my record for a year. The two safety incidents while I was on the pit cannot be removed for a whole year and I cannot be promoted or move departments for at least 90 days. So basically I can't upgrade because I had ADHD. See how that doesn't sit well with me? That pisses me the fuck off because I could be a good trainer, you know, and I would be a patient trainer and I would be a thorough trainer. But guess what? The 90 days puts me out to, let's see, wrote me up. Um, when did I come back? Um, not that long ago, about two weeks ago. So that takes us from October, November, December, January. Guess what? You don't get Missy as an ambassador during peak. An ambassador is a trainer there. I don't know if I'm telling too much, but anyways, you got to train people. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that shouldn't be a, like, Ooh, she's talking about our training, you know, like, um, anyways, I'm not giving away trade secrets. In other words, um, I could have been an ambassador and trained people for peak, you know, because I am a fucking awesome packer. Today, the stats were not up, of course, and I had really good stats. I know I did. I know I did. I've never packed as fast as I've packed today. I know that. So, um, anyways, let's put it this way. It's their loss, not mine, okay? So that would have been the next level for me. And I would have went up like another $1.50 an hour. And it would have been more pleasing for me to talk to people all day long and train them and show them and answer questions and guide them through the process. But instead, I've got my face stuck in a box all day long, you know, loading and unloading, which is okay. But it's boring. I don't get to interact with anyone. And if you interact with anyone, it slows down your whole process. So it's like, oh my God, they don't even know that I would have been so much better as a trainer. You know, like aces in their places. But let me not piss off some guys when I say this. Guys don't take this offensively. But there are some arrogant men that work there. Okay, there's ones who will not move for you if you say excuse me, and I'm not talking about in a nice way. You can tell when someone's being an asshole and standing in front of you on purpose. And then you've got like, oh, I don't know, condescending bosses, you know, not, not the one I have today, but the other one. And um, there's a couple of those actually some condescending and that's why we need more women to step up and lead because women are more nurturing they can feel people out when they're lying men just seem like they assume that everyone's fucking lying everyone's a fucking lazy ass because if you're not working full tilt slavery style then it's not good enough for them and you're a lazy ass you know what i mean they're just non-apologetic about being dicks so a lot of them i'm not saying all of you guys are i'm just saying the select few that i'm dealing with i can feel it coming off of them and i'm genuinely trying to be a good worker i i'm not a lazy ass anybody that knows me will tell you that I'm not a lazy ass. And I have thrown myself into this to prove to them that I am not a lazy ass. You know, because there's people out there, I believe one of my bosses does not even believe in ADHD. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry that you have never read anything outside of your bubble or that you don't believe 
you know, it doesn't need your permission to fucking believe, you know. Okay, this is complaining. This is what we're, <laughs> this is a, this is the energy of complaining right here, okay. This is not dissatisfaction. Okay, I'm going to get back to that. Um, I see, I have an awareness. I caught myself complaining. See how that works? But I'm like, I started to feel guilty for not being grateful. And I'm like, but I am grateful in four out of five ways. You know, I am high vibrational in like four out of five ways with this company. But there's one little part of me that just screams, this is not for you, you know, and that's my heart. My brain tells me, stay, it's guaranteed money, you know, and all this, and you need the insurance, you need the benefits, you're getting stocks, you're getting 401k, you're getting all of this stuff. What's wrong with you? And I'm like, well, I will stay until I have something else nailed down, but I know the universe has to have better for me. You know, and I had to talk this through to realize I hadn't even come up with the word dissatisfaction until I started this podcast. So once I talk it out, even if no one's listening or I'm not, I, I am kind of talking to myself when I'm doing a podcast, but nobody knows that when I'm driving down the road because everybody talks on the phone on their car now, you know. Like, the newer cars have the phone built right into the car. So, it looks like, excuse me, and then you can talk to anybody through the car. So, I'm like, it's perfect for my podcast. Why not do podcasting again? So, um, at least that feeds my soul. Um, It is growing as well. You know, like, I still have a fair amount of listeners. I'm sure you guys are waiting for the positive stuff to start. But I'm like, this is part of my healing. I'm so much better than when I used to work at Kohl's. You know, like how mean I was. I was like, oh, I can't stand. I was like, slaughterhouse, slaughterhouse. And now I'm like, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm almost like completely healed. I have the awareness to stop complaining. I have the awareness to discern between dissatisfaction and ungratefulness because it didn't feel like I wasn't being grateful. It felt like I was being guilty, feeling guilty for not being grateful because I had mistakenly thought, if you're not grateful, then you won't get anything else. Well, that's like saying you have to empty your whole house before you can ever draw anything in from the law of attraction. Because they say you have to create a space. Well, it's not literally a physical space. You just have to sit down for a half hour or 10 minutes or 15 minutes and create the space that it takes to say affirmations, to put your energy on it, to script to speak them out loud with mala beads, you know, what you want to create in your reality. Because when you're just thinking about it, it's stuck in the astral realm. You haven't even given it any life. You haven't brought it into the physical in any way, shape, or form. You haven't shopped for it. You haven't scripted about it. You haven't spoken other people jokingly about it. You haven't you know, done any of these fun ways, like, oh my god, I can't wait till I get my new house, like, my new house is gonna have this huge jacuzzi tub, and even, like, this hot tub, and the person you're talking to may not even know you, so you're like, oh yeah, my next house is gonna have exactly that, you know, and then you're like, it doesn't make any sense because you might live someplace very small and very cheap. And then you're like, I don't know how I'm going to get it, but I'm going to get it because the universe supports me. That's how you slip it in the conversation. Or you'd be like joking with people like, when I get my new house with the pool, then you could come over and hang out at my house. Instead of us going to Kings Island all the time or, you know, going to the 
you know, public pool or whatever. You know, I don't know how it works, but I'm just giving you an example, you know. Like, you could slip it in the conversation. You have to give it life. You have to give it time and space. You have the space that you're putting into it energetically somehow vacuums that shit in. So that's what I needed to remind myself of. I was not doing any daily affirmations. I was not doing any, um, I had plenty of desire and momentum, but I have not been putting in adequate work or putting in adequate energy to keep that momentum rolling. Part of it is because I was just really getting tired. I, I mean, after I was um, trying to move things in 3D so much with the, um, you know, the flea markets and stuff and getting my stuff out there with the readings, I was working seven days a week. Um, I was doing the, this thing four days a week and then, uh, doing readings on Saturday and Sunday and then started to do readings on Wednesday. And I'm like, even God took one day off when he created the world, you know, I'm like, you know, and ultimately, I know we are source, and we, uh, but we all need to take a break, you know, every now and then. And then there's a point where you hit a wall, and it's like, well, I have to surrender it to the universe because I've done all I can do. The universe knows everything I want. I have written down my wishes and burnt them with the element of fire to bring them in quickly. And I have, you know, wrote them repeatedly, you know, like sometimes, but not. I haven't done as much work as I want to do, you know, because I won't take that space for myself. So it's like, if you don't take that space, then you won't receive because it means you don't really believe if you're not taking the time or the space, you know. And I think, I used to think, oh God, I've got to throw away all of my fucking towels before I'll get new ones, you know, like how would that work? Would we all have to go out and lose everything before we got all, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can lose something. Like when you have a car accident, by accident, you can end up getting a nicer car. But you do not have to lose something before you get something in. It doesn't mean you have to, you know, go put all your shirts in the garbage because you want all new ones. You know, if you do that and it works, that's great. But... <laughs> You do not have, the universe will never ask you to suffer in order to do something. That's why it feels like with me, like the universe would never want me here if I didn't want to be here, you know, like that makes me feel more inclined to say, there's got to be something more. This dissatisfaction that I'm having means there's something more that wants to come in if I could allow it. So I don't know what it is exactly, but I'm like, Am I missing the fact that, um, could it be that, um, I should be asking for a job that I want that's more in line? Or should I be asking, what I really want to ask for is the money for my own metaphysical shop. But I'm like, is that too big? You know, is that too big of a belief? Um, you know... And I've been asking for my new car to be paid off before the first payment comes due. So that one's got about 20 days left. And 
you know, like I know that the universe has infinite ways that things can happen. I could get a big inheritance check or something before then, um, you know, and have the whole car paid off before the first payment. And boy, would I, let me imagine here for a minute with you guys. Here's how I'm going to imagine it into being using my podcast. <clears throat> By the power vested in me and the power of Grayskull. <laughs> and the power of this bang energy drink. I'm celebrating and I'm saying thank you. Hang on. <sighs> That's some good shit right there, that cotton candy. Uh, I am celebrating and thanking the universe for paying my brand new Kia Soul off before the first payment was even due. Because, oh my God, you should have seen Brandon, the finance manager's face, when I walked in with a certified check and handed it to him and paid my car off like I told him I was going to do when I left the Kia dealership that day. I was like, I'm setting the intention for the universe to pay this car off before the first payment's due. And he's like, now that, that would be a miracle because he knew about the law of attraction and stuff and energy. And I would, I'm just like, I could see his jaw dropping open and him saying, how the fuck did you do this? You know, when I had zero down on this car. So it would have been zero down and zero due because something came in and paid for it. Um, I want to, I want to show all of them. There's like five guys there that I did readings for at the Kia dealership that day and it blew their fucking minds. And what else blew my mind is that there were five guys willing to sit down and let me do a reading for them. I mean, goddamn, like, where are these guys at? Like, why don't they talk more about metaphysics? You know, like what the hell? It's okay to come out of the metaphysical closet, guys. Like, there's tons of us out here. Oh, my God. But anyways, uh, yeah. Would he shit his pants? I think he would. Um, would the guy who called me that morning and I was crying because I said, I'll never get it. I'm not coming in. And he told me that I had a $2,000 discount from Amazon and that he really thinks he could help me because he's only seen $500 and $700 discounts through the benefits program. He's never seen $2,000 off. So he's like, I really think I can help you. And I'm like, I can't do it anymore. It hurts too much. It hurts to not get it because I've been to the Kia dealership like three times. And the universe promised me and I can't get it because my credit's shitty. And he's like, seriously, fill out this app. I'm going to email it to you. I, I really think we can help you. And I was like, what did you say? He gave me $2,000 off. And I was all crying and stuff. And he's like, yeah. And that never, ha how long have you been working for him? I'm like, four weeks. And he's like, that's crazy. That's crazy. And I'm like, okay, I'll go fill out the app. So I go to the desktop. Uh, desktop will not, I'm hitting save or continue at the bottom of the first page. Nothing. Error. Error. And I'm like, okay, well, Brian's computer is the devil anyways, because it's got his vibes all over it. <laughs> you know, so I was like, it's all fucking jacked up, you know. I'll just go back to my desktop, or no, my desktop, my laptop, and I will put this application in on my desktop. Because I'm like, I'm never 
ever a jammy kid that hangs out in jammies and watches movies all day. But that day I was so fucking depressed over not getting a car that I literally turned on Eternity's Gate, which is the Vincent Van Gogh movie, which is really good, by the way, the part that I did not sleep through. And started, I was crying myself to sleep over not getting a car, you know, because I was like, I don't know, I'm never gonna get a car of my own, I don't know, you know. And then I fell asleep, and yes, on a stimulant, I fell asleep because I'm not normal, I'm ADHD, and it makes us normal, it makes us motivated, usually, unless you're depressed and you still can fall asleep on stimulants because we're low dopamine, ding dongs, do your research. We can fall asleep, and I am a fat girl on stimulants because it doesn't necessarily help you lose weight, okay? So, anyways, what was I going to tell you? Oh, yeah. So, he says, fill out the application. I go back to my laptop, right? And, lo and behold, go to continue it at the bottom. Continue, you know, with the application. And, uh, nope, locked up error and I'm like god damn it universe what the fuck and I was like do not even tell me that you want me to get dressed out of my jammies out of my depression jammies and go down to that fucking Kia dealership which is like freaking 25 minutes away and I don't even know if I got enough gas to get back you know in my husband's truck and I'm like you get me down there and get me stuck, and I ain't got no gas to get back. He's going to be pissed when he has to come down there and get me tonight. I was like, so you better goddamn have this car ready, and then he can come pick his truck up, and he can kiss my ass. You know, is what I was thinking. That's just where I was, you know. I was like, he can kiss my ass if I get this son of a bitch, because he'd been power tripping over it, you know. And I'm like, I ain't going to let you drive the truck no more. And, you know, because both cars were in his name. Well, the universe sided with me. He was just mean enough, I guess, where the universe said, well, watch this. I'll help her, you know. And Jeff Bezos, thank you for the discount. Because I took my ass down to the Kia dealership. And within about an hour and a half, I had the keys to a new 2020 in my hand, zero down. And yet, I said yes to all the additional warranties, gap insurance, and everything, because the universe says yes, nothing but the best, and guess what, a month, not even a month later, it was about three weeks later, they called me back and said, we have to rewrite your contract, we're going to lower your payment by $20 a month, and um, we had, they had to reprice the car for you, because your income to, um, income to payment ratio was off. So they lowered my payment another 20, almost $25 a month and put my first payment out another 45 days. That's because I turned around and made every fucking password I had. I had been saying, thank you, 2020 exclamation point on my password. And I ain't going to tell you how I type it out now, but it's it. I had been calling in 2020 and I thought it was for like Marianne Williamson. Oh no, it was, I feel like it was a 2020 Kia. Because I thought, I said, what year is this car that I'm getting? 2019? And they're like, or 2018? And they're like, oh no, the bank wants you to have the bank loan on the one with the full warranty. So it's a 2020. And I'm like, what? Oh my God, a brand new, brand new car that's never been driven? There was like, I'm not lying to you guys. I think I took a picture of it. There was 11 miles on this car when I got it.
Yeah. And I had called my other car, which was black, Sunshine Diva. I did not know. I thought I was getting a red soul. I decided that since I was resonating with my power chakra, which is my solar plexus, and I wanted to be Little Miss Sunshine again instead of Little Miss Red Ass, you know, because <laughs> I was going to get red, I decided I was going to get the car that was yellow. And it's called Solar Yellow, and it's Sunshine Diva. I have been calling her in for a long time. You know, with a 2020 in my password, so every time I used my password, I was typing in, you know, exactly that. And not only that, but guess what? Now my password has been since day one, before I leave that dealership, it is something to do with paying this car off as soon as possible. So I have been, I've made, the universe has literally forced me to change every password. Like none of my passwords worked or it kicked me out and I had to create new passwords. It's like they wanted me to do it. You know what I mean? Like there, there is some magic in this universe that helps you along your way. And then we get pissed when we have to redo all our passwords. But they're like, you did it before. Because see, I was expressing gratitude through thank you every time, every time I typed my password. So yeah, there is something for gratitude. But see, I'm not grateful for what I have, so I need to be thanking the universe for the next opportunity that I want. The next thing that I want that's going to suit me better. So, you know what? I don't want another job where I have to have a boss. I don't want another um, someone to work for in a metaphysical shop. I'm, I don't know if I'll ever be satisfied unless I just work for myself. So, that's, you know, if the universe is going to help me with something... Thank you for the assistance with getting the metaphysical shop that I wanted to create in the first place, you know, or thank you for um, the ability to have this space, this certain space, wherever it is, um, you know, for my metaphysical shop. And I started thinking, well, I got the inspiration, which is actually in spirit. Where would I put it if I had a metaphysical shop? What, what part of town? That was the first question. Where would you put it? Well, I damn sure ain't going to put it in Monroe because that's 40 minutes away and I'm sick and tired of driving all the way to fucking Monroe. So, um, I've been working at Kohl's and I was working at Luxottica and now I'm working at Amazon. Now I'm working at Trader's World and Treasure Island. Hell no. I'm bringing that shit back to Milford. Either Milford or Eastgate. Because Eastgate is a hot spot for energy. Um, over here, it's called Batavia, honestly, in Ohio. Because it's right down the road from Serpent Mound. Um, it's a sacred burial mound that, um, you know, dates back to 1800s or something. And it is an actual snake. Like, Kundalini snake here in Ohio. And it's a very magical place. Uh... I'm thinking I might be leaning more towards Eastgate. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, there's already one really amazing uh, metaphysical shop in Milford that I love myself already. It's called Enchanted Moments. Hey, props to Robin and um, Robin and oh, Francine. 
yes, they are amazing. If you're ever in Milford, Ohio, you have to go to Enchanted Moments. So, and then Spirit Winds is another amazing shop, and it's in off of Beachmont Avenue, closer to like um, Amelia area in Ohio, and it's amazing. Um, and it's got a lot of Native American stuff, and God, are they magical people, you know? I just, I have so much respect for them. So much respect for them and their people and their magic, and they're so knowledgeable. Oh my God, are they so grounded into the land here in Ohio. This is a huge energy vortex here in Ohio. And I used to think living in Ohio was a curse, but I have come to find out that living in Ohio is very magical and very exciting and energetic because we are, we are where Amazon chose to put their fucking hub. We have 42 planes that come out of Wilmington, Ohio, which is like 20 miles from uh, the biggest Amazon ever built. The e-commerce the e that I work in is the biggest one in North America. Not, not just the United States. Like Canada, Mexico, and the United States. And this sumbitch is huge. It's got 230 doors for trailers to pull in. And it ain't like FedEx. They ain't like UPS and you, all of them. We got our own fucking trucks. You know? That's what I'm saying. Like, he don't need them. He's got his own trucks. In 20 minutes, they'll have everything on a fucking plane. And that, guess what? One day shipping. Boom. They working on same day shipping next. How's that? How about you order your shoes today and get your shoes in a couple hours in fucking Michigan? Or fucking uh, get them in six hours and you're in fucking California. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they came from Ohio. You know, like, that's how fast. And this guy started in a garage and he is global. I mean, and put his hub in Ohio. Why do you think he came to Ohio? Ohio is the heart of it all. We are the heart of this country. They are now taping tons of movies. Hollywood is coming to Ohio. Ohio does not have to go to Hollywood anymore. And Ohio is a hotbed of energy. And, oh yeah, Serpent Mound is built on a crater, which was created by a meteor strike, like, way back in the day. So, yeah, and the crater actually sits on a fault line. So, I used to think that that was a joke that Ohio could end up beachfront property. Who knows? <laughs> like, if they keep on fracking, it could end up freaking Beachmont. I could be in a trailer park on the edge of a fucking beach before you know it. But... Let's not, let's not speak too much into that. That's just a joke, universe. Strike that, reverse it. Because, you know, that's from Willy Wonka, by the way. You can strike that and reverse it and send it back where it came from. You know, back to the ether. So, uh, that, I use that a lot when I misspeak, you know, instead of saying cancel, cancel. But people are looking at you like retarded when you say that. But uh, if I misspeak, I, I definitely strike that, reverse it, send it back where it came from. Don't want that manifesting. But anyways, Ohio is the shit, y'all. It's the mini California, and I'm just waiting for them to turn it into Amsterdam and just like, fuck it, let everybody smoke here. You talk about the biggest tourist state in the whole United States, come on down. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
who who's running this state? Idiots or what? Like, you think you're going to lose money? Well, pipe yourself, buy some fucking investment property. Buy some fucking, build a fucking restaurant. You know, shift your money into something different and legalize. And become billionaires instead of millionaires, dumbasses. You know, I'm like, oh my God, these congressmen are blind. Big Pharma's blind. Like, you shift your money. You think you've got money now? You can have a shit ton more if you legalize. Make Ohio the new Amsterdam. Just say, fuck it. We already vape here. Why not let them fucking smoke it and roll it right in public? Who gives a shit? You know, you're already letting us drink in public here. Like Vegas, downtown Cincinnati. I'm pretty sure. And Milford, downtown Milford is um, street in this, within certain streets. You can drink right on the fucking street. And I'm like, why don't you just hammer it? hammer down, man. Just make it Amsterdam. Let people fucking smoke right in the cafes and everything. We'd be the coolest state in the whole fucking union. Well, this is a crazy podcast, isn't it? I'm telling y'all, I'm at a breaking point. Like, something's gotta go. I've gotta get happy or, or, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody, there's just gonna be craziness. I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> Uh, no, it's my husband's gonna go crazy because I'll be like, I quit. And he's gonna be like, what? <laughs> no, I'm gonna be cool. I'm gonna stay grounded this time. I'm not leaving. I'm gonna let the universe bring an opportunity to me before I quit. And I would really like them to manifest it before the next, <laughs> I'm like in the next day and a half because I don't want to go back, you know, like, Bring me a big fat check or an opportunity or a job that's in line with me or the business loan. And let me get that shit going, you know. I'm waiting for instructions. But anyways, I do want a life coach, you guys. I'm, I have been teaching manifestation. I have a new deck of cards. And I think I'm going to go ahead and do, um, even though it's late. <laughs> fuck it, you know, I, I never said I was on time, but, um, we could do a full moon reading, or we can do, we could do the Tuesday, October the 14th reading, who gives a shit, we can make up the rules as we go, you know, this is what it's about, freedom of thought, freedom of speech, freedom of action, they all have to be in line for you to manifest, and, Finding out just how free you can be because you think you, you pause and you you hold back because subconsciously you're worried about what your mom's gonna think. Excuse me, or what your sister would think, or your what your boyfriend would think, or what your fucking cousin would think, or your neighbors, or what would they think if they knew that's what I really wanted, or or I would hate to be better than them because that means that they're poor and I'm rich. You know, like, who gives a fuck? Like, man up. We have to man up. Why don't You can't save everybody. Like, I used to think, what if I do better? And then I don't want to share. Well, oh, the universe says you have to share it. Well, guess what? I've shared for 46 years and now I'm sitting flat broke. Because I was such an empath that I gave everything a fucking way. And yes, I'm irritated with myself because of that. I'm like, you took care of everybody else and now where's everybody else at? Uh, where they've always been? Not taking care of you. 
back to their normal lives, you know? And they're, they, they're really good at receiving. But guess who's going to get good at receiving now? Me. Because guess what? I'm done giving. I'm done giving. You know? Like, I have... Now, Brian's family would beg to differ on that. Because I've had a fucked up year. And they have never seen me give anything. The only thing I've ever given is like pumpkin rolls. You know? But I've been having job issues. And we've been hanging on by a thread. Ever since I lost my job at Kirby's. You know? But um, before that, me and Brian always had more than enough money when I was bartending. And I'm like, yesterday I broke down and cried. I said, yes, I screwed up with money, but everybody deserves a second fucking chance. You know, like, yes, I have fucked up with money in the past. And I think that's part of why I was beating myself up, wondering if I could handle it. And like an adult, you know, like, are you going to be able to handle it this time? How many times do you have to have this lesson, Missy, before you and the other thing is this programming from my dad that if I have money, the first thing I got to do is spend it. He used to say, it burns a hole in your pocket until you have to spend it. Well, he programmed me with that. So I, in fact, spent money like it was going out of style and spent money like it was burning a hole in my pocket. Well, guess what? I can unplug from that. I That is a subconscious belief that came to my mind the other day. I'm like... Oh my God, they don't know what they're doing when they tell you that when you're a kid. I remember my dad telling me every time you get a dime in your hand, you want to go spend it. You know, well, guess what? I did. Every time I fucking got money, he's like, there you go again. Got to spend it right now. You know, like it's just that kids are excited and they, they're like, I have a toy in mind. I'd like to go get it. And then, then he teaches me that I got to burn money. I got to spend money as fast as I get it. You know, or before I get it. And I'm like, that's a lie. You should have never told me that. You know, it became a program that ran over and over and over. And I proved you right. He manifested it. You know, my dad was a goddamn wizard. He was so fucking thug that everything he said to me, I believed it and soaked it right in. And manifested it right before his eyes. I'm like, my dad was a goddamn wizard. You know, like he called it every time, baby, because... I kept serving it up. He put the fear of God in me and emphasized it with tons of emotion and jet fuel. And goddamn if he wasn't right about every single one of them. Be careful what you speak, y'all, especially with emotion. You know, emotion is the jet fuel. So when you say to your child, you get sick every year. You always get strep throat every year. You know, then that's what happens. I mean, why would you want to project that onto your child? Or, you'll be fat and eating Doritos on the couch. Nobody will ever want you. That's why I've been fucking leaving relationships. I believe that nobody would ever want me. Like, why would my dad say that to me? You know? Oh, that's right. Because he was abused as well. So, you have to break the cycle somewhere. You don't want to tell your children shit like that. That's so unhealthy. Like, you're programming them with negativity. But maybe now you guys can see why I've been so jacked up, you know? Like, my dad always told me, you're going to wreck that car if you go today. You're going to wreck if you go to Tri-County today. Well, I go, Dad, I want to go hang out with my friends. Okay, you can go, but by God, mark my words. 
Mark my words, don't ever fucking say that to somebody with negative energy attached to it. Because he said, mark my words all the time. That's like saying, um, uh, the car's the target and I'm going to shoot an arrow at it of energy that says, God damn it, you're going to wreck that car today. And by God, I got in that car and I was fiddling with the radio and talking to my friends. And before you know it, I eat the ass end of a fucking van in Tri-County. So basically, my dad was manifesting through me because I was so open and sensitive and just absorbed whatever energy he threw at me because he was my dad. You know, I I still wanted to hang out with my friends. And he's like, please don't go to Tri-County today. You wrecked that car. He would try to get me to behave, you know, with sentences like that. And I'm like, I want to go with my friends, dad. I never get to go nowhere, man. You never let me out of the fucking house. So I go and I fucking wreck. And then I pull in and he's, and they say you can drive it home. And he's sitting on the front porch waiting for me. The whole front end smashed in. And I'm like, they could have at least towed the bitch. <laughs> so I wouldn't have to pull in. Now I knew they'd be sitting on the fucking front porch because I convinced myself of it. And then definitely, like father and like daughter, manifested that shit. They were sitting on the front porch. I pulled in with the whole fucking front end smashed in i'm like oh my god we're just a fucking family of wizards is what we are we're a bunch of hillb that hillbillies are the fucking wizards i'm gonna tell you why because my mom and dad grew up on organic food back in the fucking sticks they were poor but they had love loretta lynn type shit <laughs> and they were not influenced by the outside world because they didn't have radios they didn't have tvs they grew their own food off the land uh, they blessed their food every time they ate it, and they never got real, I mean, maybe got a little chubby, but never got obese. Excuse me, and I think that comes from being grateful and blessing your food before you eat it. Excuse me for that burp, by the way. And um, then you've got, um, my mamma was a faith healer, because all they had was faith. They didn't have doctors they didn't have access to doctors they lived in the mountains where like butcher holler like they didn't even have electricity how could they afford to get a car you know so like my family is very woo woo and i've met a lot of woo woo people that are from down around same parts of the country oh okay i don't know if this nope i'm good some guy was blinking his light like he wanted me to go ahead. And I'm like, mm, not feeling good about that. And then he went ahead and, yeah, let's not, let's not talk about it. I don't like, I, I just wait my turn when I'm driving. I trust myself. <laughs> so anyways, has this been a ride home or what? I've been talking since I left work. So... I'm like, well, maybe it's time to shut up now. I don't even know if I want to post this, but man, it makes so much sense. It would probably help a lot of people if I posted it. Um, and it is interesting regardless. So, but I'm at 42 minutes. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and hop off here. And I'll probably do a reading on my Simply Divine readings podcast in a minute. 
but I'm going to go in and talk to my husband real quick and get settled. Maybe this evening I'll get on there and do one there. So, and who knows? I might pop in on my Facebook, Simply Divine Readings, and do a live one on there. Why not? You know? I'm like, who the hell cares? The thing is, is that I don't have a um, tripod yet, so I'll have to use the selfie stick. But, you know what? You got to do what you got to do. So, and I think the lady from Yelp has called me back now. So, I can get on with my marketing on Yelp. So, she's willing to help me because 181 people have Googled psychic mediums within my zip code area in the last 30 days. That's what the message was on my phone. Twice she called yesterday to tell me that. I'm like, that's interesting. So... All right, guys, have a great day. Uh, Missy Conley 11 on Twitter and Instagram, Missy S. Conley on Facebook. Simply Divine Readings um, is my Facebook page for my Oracle card readings. And uh, I think I'm going to go on there and set it up so you can book through there automatically again. And then I do have my website up and running for the moment. Um, it is paid for for the first 30 days. I don't know how many days are left on it. But um, missyconley.com. And then I'm on Groupon. So buy my Groupon and we'll do it by Skype or something. Um, but also have a group for Positive Energy Alchemy on Facebook as well. So jump on there and find me on my Facebook group as well. So I don't really get on there a lot, but sometimes I share my links. So maybe I'll get to do some of that tonight. I just had to get out of work early today. I just, just like unbearable. All right. Love you guys. Have a great day. Uh, go ahead and start like Speaking your shit into existence. Walk around your neighborhood and act like you on the phone and talk. <laughs> you know, like we, no one's looking at you or judging you but yourself. So, and I'm going to take those words into account for myself because I need to be practicing what I'm preaching. So let's make use of this harvest energy right now. It is like time for us to manifest what we've been reaping what we have been sowing for this whole year. All right, guys. Love you. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. All right. Bye-bye.